Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast, where we're covering the Circle US Series 2, Episodes 5 to 8. Now, Chris, you've been going on at me for a year to get into the Circle, and I really have struggled with it, to be quite honest. Gotta tell you... I'm loving this season. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say, Dave, because it has no bearing over this series, he's watched the first series as well, because that's on Netflix, because, uh, yeah, quality shows, Dave, quality shows. And, and you know, as, as a format, you think, this doesn't work. I remember me and Sam watched the first UK one, and, uh, yeah, we were like, I'm not sure about this, but as it went on and different things happened, we just got completely fucking into it, and we're like, oh, yeah, this is... this is. It's just... it's What it is... It's a lighter reality show, but there's a lot of depth to it. You know, you haven't got all the... There's not too much patheticness because people are in face-to-face contact. Whereas, with, yeah. you know, it's that, like you said the other week, the other episode, it's the inner monologue of someone. They've got to speak mm. out what they're thinking, and that's the difference. So I think as a as a show and experiment, it's great. Yeah, you don't, you don't get any of the toxic drama that you see in, in some of the shows. Now, we like the drama just as a general rule, don't we? But certainly things like The Bachelor, just that, that takes a different dimension completely, doesn't it? But this just, it feels to me like they're playing Cluedo or something. You know, because yeah. they're speaking out loud and thinking through their tactics and everything, you can see what, or you can hear what they're actually thinking. And, and like I say, they're just... Uh, I, I like getting into their characters and then they'll do something and then you think, oh yeah, that's a good idea that. Um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get into some of that actually with, with this first episode five because I I thought Courtney, as devious as it was, played an absolute blinder because we get to find out, we saw at the end of uh, episode four, didn't we, that you know Courtney... Uh, uh, was going to be the Joker, and we had no idea what that was going to mean. But it turns out he can uh, speak to two new people, Chris, so yeah. Mitchell and Kat, um, but they don't know who he is. And instead of just asking them questions, you know, planting some seeds, he deliberately puts it in a certain way to frame Emily. And <laughs> I thought that was a masterstroke, Chris. Yeah, it was very clever because I must admit, Dave, I had a lot of, I, I struggled a lot thinking, what is the point of this Joker thing? But when he was doing it, and it was very subtle, very, very subtle, great. But it was a very big brother as well, wasn't it? You know, the room was just a big brother room. You go to the diary yeah. room, very, very, yeah, very similar. Yeah. And I've got to say, though, Dave, and I've got to be honest now, is I'm really enjoying the series, but these contestants are so polished. Courtney is one, definitely. I know Chloe's been there and done it. There's a couple that I'm not completely convinced are in. You know, I've not been drummed up what to say because... Well, go on. Let's, let's call them out then. So you think Courtney's watched Courtney. all the previous seasons. He's gone in with a with a game plan. He knows exactly what he's doing. Who, who else do you think? I think Mitchell is one because of his family have been on the, uh, the series mm. previously. But obviously, Chloe, 100%, 100%. I mean, come on, Dave. 
how many times is she going to scream? The decibel levels are... If you if you watch this show with earphones, which I made the mistake of doing, Dave, this one, um, yeah, I was pretty much deaf. It actually come up on my phone. It actually come up, not lying to you, when she was screaming, it come up on my phone. Um, you know, that warning saying I need to turn my AirPods down. So it's just like, fuck off. But, but, Chloe but yeah, alert. Chloe alert. So, so, however, I do think later on, there was a genuine scene with her, and I, and I will... Uh, back her up on that. I thought it was really nice what she said about herself. But I, I think I'm, I, because of the background in reality stuff, and these, the, I don't I like the way they're all fawning over her, saying like she's like royalty, reality royalty. She's not. I know too what Tanda was a big show, but she's not. I don't dislike her, but I just, I think because we're from the UK, we see these people on every show, every reality show I see. The, Chloe's personality, it, it makes them a lot of money. It's not a jealousy thing. It's just that's what reality stars do in the UK. I'm sure. In America, it, it, these are a remit for them as well, you know, like to, to be a reality star that everybody, all our US listeners, see all the time and go, oh, God, here we go, typical reality star. So for me, Chloe is just that yeah. DNA that I've seen hundreds of times on these shows. Yeah, reality TV um, journeyman. Yeah, that's the job. That, I mean, they make money out of it, Dave. They become millionaires and millionairesses, so good luck yeah. to them. But that's all they do. They just, they're hired to just do that character that they play. There was a comment, I can't remember which episode it was, but Chloe did say about flirting. She says, oh, you know, I'm not going to flirt for ratings. And then she goes, but it does work, though. <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, so I, I don't know. But, I mean, so let's focus a bit on Mitchell and Cass. Now, you said there, I haven't seen season one. Um, you know, potential spoilers for season one, but I mean, what what did his his mum and his brother were in before? He said so. What what were they like? What you know? How did they play the game? He did. It, it, old Mitchell didn't seem that impressed with how they'd done. No, because what happened? What and this is spoilers before, and we'll get to the email later, David, that we've received. But spoilers <laughs> that, that's specifically about the UK seasons. I know it is. I know it is. I know it's this, this is the US, which should be. So if you haven't watched series one of The Circle, US, three, two, one, disappear and come back in 30 seconds. His mum and brother were on. His brother played himself, but his mum was there. And all his mum did was just literally nothing. <laughs> she didn't do anything. She just sat next to him. Good-looking family, Dave. The two brothers, you know, good-looking at beards. His brother's got a big beard uh, on point, but, you know, proper ripped up like Mitchell is. And his mum's there, she was only about early 50s, both thingy, but she did nothing. She offered nothing. And we were watching it like, why are you in there? Why didn't he, Ed just come as himself? So Mitchell sounds like his brother as well, obviously, the Albros, but, you know, some of his mannerisms, he's slightly oh. taller. But, yeah, I, I think, and he's, he's only 22, Dave, good-looking lad, without doubt. But I think because they've been in there, he's seen it, been there, done it, I'm not sure whether they're one of these sort of, they've been in the fame business in the past because he's, he mm. seems too neat. And the fact that he don't wear a shirt, Dave, I mean, I mean, come on, I, I won't wear a shirt if I look like that. He's ripped up to, to God. He looks great. But there's a reason behind all that, obviously. Yeah, apparently he's a virgin, Chris. Do you, are you buying that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry there, we've got hay fever, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's that smell? 
Yeah, I'm not buying it either. Um, but yeah, so so they come in, but I mean, Courtney's definitely he's a man with a plan, isn't he? He didn't like the fact that Savannah had been booted out. Savannah had left him in, uh, you know, with really thinking that Emily and, and Terralisha were the big problem, Terralisha in particular. But, I, I mean, she, she'd said about Emily as well, the fact that I asked, did you have my back? And, uh, you know, she said yes, and then she's obviously voted me out. So, uh, I don't know, I, I think that was a bit petty on Savannah's part, to be uh, to be honest. But, yeah, so Courtney's planning to uh, stitch them both up. And, um, yeah, he, uh, again, I, I just think he, he played a great game where he was basically, they, they were going into the inner circle. Uh, so Mitchell and Cap were going into the inner circle with um, Courtney. And like I say, I wouldn't have thought, I don't know if this has appeared on any previous seasons, um, but yeah, to actually stitch up someone else, to basically slag off loads of people except yourself <laughs> <laughs> was just fantastic. It was, to be fair. And then we got to meet Cat as well, didn't we, Dave? Six foot seven in shoes wrestling volleyball player uh really interesting character nice person she came in i wasn't sure at first and i think as the episodes go on i think she's grown into a proper circle aficionado again and another one but but what's what's good is she's coming she's coming as herself but there was doubts on her straight away wasn't there like is she really is she really? and and that's what gets me she love it i love it i love the little one liners from the the lady who does like the voiceovers where it's like loads of them are convinced that trevor is trevor ah oh, yeah, Trev, yeah trev's one of the guys yeah trev's a great guy he's <laughs> just like oh, no he's not I tell you, <laughs> mitchell i mean in in the first couple of episodes so five and six really oh he's, he's clearly like he thinks he's bro uh, you know he's got a bro code with trevor um he's absolutely got the hots for emily you know he can't help himself so he's being a bit flirty and this uh, this is part of the bit where chris honestly i was just giggling away to myself and, and it's just funny because <laughs> you know, he thinks he's flirting with emily even though he knows you know she could be a catfish he just can't fucking, <laughs> he can't let himself uh, believe that too much. It's like, oh, I love that profile picture and, you know, have a bit of flirting. And he so wants to believe that she's a woman. Um, so I, I did, I did enjoy that bit. But I tell you what, Chris, in terms of setting up scenes, um, when Mitchell pings, uh, he messages Chloe, doesn't he? So, yeah. you know, uh, Emily was first on the list, then it was Chloe. She just happened to be in the bath, Chris. I can't help but feel that that was set up to just get a scene with her in the bath. Yeah, I think so, Dave. Because at one point, the, it was almost a slip, shall we say. Because then bubbles were conveniently placed in the right position, Dave. I did, <laughs> I did think that. Not not in a, a, a sleazy way. Just I, I did think the same thing. I was thinking... Right, okay, fair enough. But but look, it's entertainment. It's what the show's about. I think with Chloe, obviously Mitchell has spoke to her. Trevor then messages to Dave at the yeah, same well, time. And I mean, that's what made me... I thought it was set up before, but when Trevor starts messaging her as well at the same time, I'm like, nah, come on. They're, they're just setting up this, like... Um, oh, what's that? This threes company sort of dynamic. 
Yeah, I agree. I do agree because I think Trevor and Chloe have had a great connection. Obviously, we know Trevor isn't Trevor, but the whole dynamic of that is worth And the Mitchells came in. And look, Dave, like you say, the hindsight of watching these brother and mum season and looking at what they did and didn't do, you're always going to go in with hindsight, aren't you? You're always going to go in and go, right, mm. I'm going to do this, this and this. But he'll make his own mistakes. You know, he's yeah. done a, I don't think he's done much wrong in these uh, from episode five to eight. But, but I do think he has a lot of the ones that he settled in well. But then when you look at what's going on when you speak to the other people, like, you know, they did the whole ratings, didn't they? So, you know, Courtney picks River, done as an influencer. Again, great. River's play. Who's the guy who's playing River, Dave? He's, he's, he's doing all right. He's... Uh, Lee. Lee, Lee yeah. So he's the do... author, isn't it? Yeah, so so he's doing really well. So so he's like, you know, under the radar. He's a nice guy. He, he genuinely he seems to like everybody. He had a discussion with Courtney. And, and then obviously we got the rankings, didn't we, Dave? And I think it worked out quite well. But obviously Courtney was number one, Dave, straight away. You know, very, uh, very clever. Yeah, he, he, and that's where I thought, you know what, you have played an absolute blinder there because he was just middle of the pack before, wasn't he? And he's managed to, you know, throw a few people under the bus and you know just keep himself out of the drama. Um, and you know he's very vocal, isn't he, about the people that he doesn't like. Once he's got a grudge against, you know, someone, he, that's it, they're done. So uh, yeah, yeah, he did well to get top there. He did, and Terralisha was sixth as well, and Lance was fifth. So, so it sort of it worked how the show had gone. I think. I think the Joker thing was great, and obviously the two new uh, people, Cat uh, and um, Mitchell, they weren't even in the running for the voting. So that yeah, was quite yeah. good. I will say though, Dave, the lady who's playing Lance, his, his assistant, she's offering fuck all to the to the game to me. Absolutely offering nothing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she is either. To be honest. Um... She's not really convinced anyone. I don't. Well, actually, so Cat has got a sussed out, or you know, very early on she'd got a sussed out, hadn't she? Um, but Cat does seem. I think Cat and Mitchell are both quite polished. You know, they've yeah. come in with their game plan, but Mitchell's blind spot is a pretty face, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but he actually when. Um, when they were asking about the Joker, you know, because everyone finds out there's a Joker there, and Courtney sort of says, well, he responds first, but he just kind of responds in a kind of jovial message and, and tries to change the subject a bit. And Mitchell's like, yeah, Courtney, you're the Joker. <laughs> so he's got that, but when, unless it's blindingly obvious with a pretty face, Mitchell... Uh, uh, doesn't doesn't spot it. No, he doesn't. To be fair, Dave, and and I think as the episode goes on, and you're right, you, you're totally right. Uh, Tevalisa's sort of popularity is just waning in it completely. She she absolutely. I mean, the the whole thing with Savannah that that didn't do it any favors. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, neither of them recovered from that, you know, and it's it's a good thing for or a good lesson for real life as well isn't it like even even if you've got the moral high ground sometimes you know people just don't want the drama and, and you know it doesn't particularly doesn't particularly make you look good you know if you start getting involved in like tit for tat arguing so yeah, yeah it was no surprise to me that she ended up the next one blocked no and i will say and what i do like is when Tevalisa she goes to see chloe 
And and what was nice was Dave, Chloe and her, there was no beef at all. You know, they, it was nice. They hugged each other. She even made her a drink, Chloe. It was dead cordial, dead nice, the, the conversation. But to release her, she knows, Dave, that Courtney was the joker. She knows it, you know. And and, and yeah. what was interesting, she does say to Chloe that Emily's the catfish, you know, straight away. Mm. She, she sort of sees it. And I think that's the thing with Jack. When we laugh, is Dave. We said it in the episode one. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be the biggest, baddest, you know, best, <laughs> the bad guy of the, of the circle. But he's, he's naturally a nice lad, I think. But he just, his game plan's all over the place. And he got caught out. So many times in these episodes, I know the last episode he does, but in these like four episodes, there was quite a few times when he tripped up on himself. Yeah, I, I thought he was doing all right. I thought he was he was he was very non-committal, and you could tell he was pissing off Chloe quite a lot, wasn't he? She just wouldn't get off the fence, and she wouldn't come out and say what she thinks, and and sometimes Chloe's like going, "Oh, just." Say you know, help me out here. You know, tell me what your what your opinion is. But it's all it's all just a game, isn't it? Because if if you come out and say, well, I think Trevor's a complete knob, and, and the other person's like, well, I think he's great to be honest. Trevor, Emily thinks you're a massive fucking knob. <laughs> then it's not going to work, is it? So I thought she was being uh, she, Jack playing Emily was playing a decent game. But Chris, that all changes. So after, so Terralisha's gone. You know, she's very pissed. She's really annoyed. Um, she she leaves a message that you know she knows who the Joker is, and fucking Courtney's seen his ass, and he <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, you know, she's on to me, um, and she's left a message with someone. So it, you know, little does he know that she thinks it's Emily. But um, Chris. One of my favourite bits from this little bunch of uh, shows here is the Glamakin challenge. <laughs> <laughs> now, we had the chap, I, I can't remember his name, the guy from Queer Eye for... Well, it's just called Queer Eye now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they have to do up the mannequin. Let, let's just cut right to the chase, okay? This was a brilliant challenge because, you know, it, all these little things are designed to, you know, uh, let people's guards drop, aren't they? And Jack's fucking effort at the mannequin. <laughs> I'm not joking. If he'd have done it in the dark, I don't think he could have got it any worse. I mean, surely, I've never applied makeup, Chris, but surely less is more. You know, <laughs> just go with the minimum amount that you can get away with and just say, you know, she's fucking 21. She hardly needs to wear makeup, you know, so just just a bit of eyeliner maybe, you know. So, yeah, it, it was fucking horrendous, wasn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and Dave, that was Emily Jack out of the game. From that moment yeah. on, and they were like, she's a, she's a college or uni a student, everything. It's like, there's no way a lady would have done that fate, unless it was for being extravagant, you know, over the top, you know, Jack Nicholson, Joker face and all that. But it looked fucking awful, Dave. And as soon, I mean, the only way that I think Jack could have got out of it was not to say that she wears makeup or he, you know, as the character. I think, I think he did, but he'd obviously tried to put all the foundation on. So, I mean, even if a girl says they don't wear, know how to wear makeup, you don't put it on. You don't cake it on or yeah. shovel it on <laughs> as badly as that. 
You know, you know what I would say though, Dave, and I, and I, I know uh, we've talked about this off the podcast, but I'm, I'm thinking about as we're talking, but Collection Co. That Jack said was, I'm sure that's an English brand, you know, in like um, Claire's accessories and stuff. You know, it's just a UK obviously shop. Hmm. I'm sure that is, you know, because I, I I was thinking at the time, it's just as we were talking before this and as we're coming on thinking, that doesn't make sense because nobody got what he was going on about at all, did they? Everyone was like, yeah, got you. Mitchell knew from the start. And what I would say, Dave, Mitchell's brother, Ed, very similar to judging people. He was on the money with pretty much everyone when it mm. came to that series one. So Mitchell seems quite quite good at uh, dishing people out. But I don't think he is, not when there's a pretty face involved, because it was so obvious to everyone after that mannequin challenge that, you know, Emily was a dude. Everyone saw it. But then when Jack messaged uh, Mitchell as Emily, and, you know, does a little bit of friendly flirting and stuff, you can see that he's, he's back then. He's like, oh, maybe she is a girl. You know, <laughs> you can see the conflict within him. He so wanted to believe that she was who she said she was. So I do think he's good at judging people, but like I say, not when there's a pretty face involved. Now, I will say, so... Lauren had messaged us in earlier to say that um, apparently, I'm guessing this might be on Reddit or somewhere, but apparently Jack also said Boots, which is obviously an English brand, isn't it? It's English chain over here, Chris. Yeah. But when they're showing it in the US, they're still trying to pretend like it's shot in the US somewhere, even though it's clearly Salford. So yeah, I I guess they, you know, they collection co. I have no idea. And after your what were those fucking shoes? Your you Jimmy shoes with the red soles. <laughs> Fuck You're off, completely Dave. fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, I am not. You've got no fucking credit in the bank with stuff like that. <laughs> so I don't know where collection co. Uh, comes from, whether it's English, American, or what. But I'm not having that you do either. <laughs> 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 Unless it reveals my inner self, David. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. It, it just seems very familiar, the name. That's that's all I'm thinking. It just seems very familiar. So that that's that's all I'm uh, why it came into my head. But anyway, so <laughs> let's move on about me wearing makeup and, and women's shoes, Dave. So what I would say is <laughs> no, don't. You know, well, what are you that, so say? I was just thinking, if only there was some search engine type device that was available for us <laughs> to check this thing. I've typed in Collection Co, uh, and the first thing that comes up is collectionandco.co.uk. Ah, so I may be so right for does, once. <laughs> it does look like you might be on the money there, um, Bristol. I don't, like I don't, offices. I don't get it very often that Dave. Do I? I, I don't actually get them right. So, so he's he's obviously gone into boots, right? Grabbed a load of makeup, and then he he's thought because when they asked him, oh, who was it? Someone asked him about, oh, that that was in the other game, wasn't it? Where don't at me. Yes, and you could actually uh, ask questions without. Um, without revealing who's asking the question and someone asked him about you know what makeup does what's his favorite makeup and he thought he could rescue it there didn't he couldn't he but um but obviously not (laughs) given all these english brands and stuff so that was probably the final nail in the coffin but even if he'd uh, 
rattled off like I don't know. I think Maybelline was one of them that rings a bell. I don't know. Geez. What 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 would you say, Chris? I'm just trying Makeup. to think. Um, <laughs> Chanel number man. five is that one? I, no, I would have probably perfume? said I would have probably said Mambo number five, Dave. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Completely fucking ruined my game plan. Oh, <laughs> a bit, bit of brute and old spice. <laughs> yeah, hey Dave. <laughs> hey, he's not wrong with a bit of brute, Dave. Um, what about the, the news, by the way? Just 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 moving off from the episode slightly. Channel 4 are not commissioning another series, are they? At the, at the circle. Yeah, it looks like your application's fucked, isn't it? <laughs> as soon as they got half of it filled in, they're like, we're not having this prick on here. But what, no. What do you think's going on there? Because it's very strange, isn't it? Because it's obviously successful. It's one of those things in the zeitgeist over here. And I just wonder if it's going to be picked up by Netflix. Yeah, I, it might be. It might be because of the, the run on Netflix, and it's only 12 episodes, 13 episodes, a lot easier, Dave, a lot easier to, to put together. And there's no timestamp on it either, is there? Like, mm. they, they, they've done it quite clever with this series where they've released it in batches, haven't they, like three or four episodes. Yeah. So so it yeah, gives you... Yeah. So you can't... What's good about that, I will say, is it doesn't give you that anxiety of, I've got to watch it because someone's going to ruin it. You know, me and, me and you and all the other guys on Comics in Motion... We've done a, a, the latest uh, Marvel Disney stuff. So we've had like uh, WandaVision, uh, obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier. We did The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. We did like a weekly show, didn't we? But we all felt yeah. we had to watch it on that Friday when they released because mm. somebody always fucking ruins it. So, so and, yeah. it, it, and I said to you, didn't I, the last episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, I rang you and went, Dave, I've watched half of it, luckily. So someone's actually ruined it who we know. And I'm like... On, on Twitter, not on purpose, but they just put it out there thinking that someone's watched it at like 8.01 a.m. in the UK. So mm. it's like, don't go on social media. Whereas with this, yes, it has been released, but it's it's easier to hide from it because it's not the sort yeah. of show that's that's on Twitter trending. You know what I mean? Like the Falcon Winter yeah, Soldier, yeah. you could literally put Captain America, you know, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes, they were all the trending things. So you would literally be able to reveal what's happened in that episode. Whereas mm. with this, they, I think this works better than releasing all 12 episodes in one go, I must admit. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like the fact there's only 12 episodes, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not six days out of seven. I think that's what the Netflix format has over, you know, the Channel 4 format. Because you don't, you know... <sighs> You probably don't mind, but, you know, to watch something six nights out of seven, week in, week out, for about, what is it, six weeks or something? Yeah. You know, occasionally, kind of like to watch other stuff as well. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I, I, I'm liking the shorter format. So I am pretty certain it will be picked up by Netflix. I and, hope so. Have you been notified? If you... Because you'd applied, hadn't you? Have, yeah. Have they said anything? I know there's been the press release about no, Channel nothing. 4 dropping and stuff. I've had no emails yet, Dave. He's done the application now, but I've not had anything. Um, but yeah. obviously, there has been chatter on our Facebook page to play as you, Dave. And an well, evil Dave Horrocks as well. <laughs> see, it, well, see I, was, I was thinking we should go. Like, me and you should go in like we were talking. Still don't know how I'd square it with work. But I'm kind of yeah. like, I, I might take a Chris Phelps approach to that and go, <laughs> fire, aim. <laughs> <laughs> 
you've, you've so so you want a month off, but you've only just informed us a week before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we could go in as a uh, as a a, a mid level manager of a successful paper merchant, Chris, um, with code name. Frey Bentos. <laughs> a Cuban leader, Dave. <laughs> oh, I've got to tell you this. We were talking about Brute, and so I know we have a lot of people who listen from the US, and so Brute is this cheapo aftershave, wasn't it? From I, I mean, it's still available now. You can still buy it, but you know, it was very, very popular in the 80s when there was basically, you could buy Brute and Old Spice, and uh, that's pretty much it. I was working with this this Scottish guy. He was actually a customer. Had a really thick Glaswegian accent, and I can't remember. Someone mentioned brute, and it, it's a bit of a joke, like that. That and Old Spice, aren't they? A bit bit of joke. Aftershave. It says, "Oh, a slightly old joke in it when you go to the nightclub." I'm like, "What's that then?" He goes, "Hey, you go up to a girl, you say, can you smell me brute?'" He goes, hey, no, no. He goes, can you feel them? It's like, for fuck's sake. And I was just, because it was a customer, I was sort of laughing, and I'm like, I don't know if you're serious. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> He's got too many Christmas crackers jokes, Dave, I think. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, you know, because I think even people older than us, High Karate was the one for men in the 70s, Dave. That was the oh, original. Oh, God, I forgot about that. I, I, fuck off, 70s. I oh, you're older than me, Dave. 14, 14, 15, having a bit of High Karate there. Oh, no, no. I was Jean-Paul Gaultier, Dave, and I started going <laughs> out to God. Manchester. No, only because. And, and, and you know, I can see it's weird because it's actually, it was Sam's mum. Sam, I was with Sam, I'm friends with a, a brother. And we were going out, and and she, I think he bought this John Paul Gaultier, but didn't realise it was the men's version. So we used to wear that when we used to go to town. <laughs> I used to nick it off, not knowing that I'd get married to a daughter years later. <laughs> but yeah, which went down well, Dave. Gotta say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went through a phase of wearing CK1. Ah, yeah, been there. You yeah, know, the one. Yeah. But then I think back, why, why did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I like a bit. What was your sense of choice, Chris? Sorry, well, this is a right old tangent, this, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's probably better than the show, Dave. So let's let's talk about... No, I'm joking. Um, at the moment, for work, um, because obviously I work and really get my hands dirty most of the time, I'm actually wearing a police... A oil diesel, grease. Oil <laughs> grease, yeah, and BO. Um, no, a diesel. So I've got a diesel. It's like a, it's like a fist. Off. Yeah, you're not far off diesel. It wasn't that pretty good, that. And then I've got, what have I got for, I've got two others for weekends, two, two really nice ones, but I, I think Paco Rabanne or something like that. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not as extravagant to go for that dead, what's that dead expensive one, Dave? That uh, And I don't really like it. Um, oh, I wouldn't know that. £120 a bottle. Oh my <laughs> God. What's that? Exactly. Anyway, what about yourself, Dave? I like a bit of Hugo Boss, me. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what the actual brand is. I, I know it's got like a funny shaped bottle, um, but yeah, I, I just it's one of those. I've become a bit of a creature of habit over it now. So you know, just you smell for smell other things, and then you're like, yeah, but I don't really want to try it, you know. So I'll go for that one. 
But anyway, Chris. I will say though, Dave, just before we go, it is always nice when someone says, oh, you smell nice. What have you got on? I like run with that. Yeah, it's all right. I've just been in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) I've got air freshener on. (laughs) Potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) This just took a hell of a tangent. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, bottom line, Glamakin challenge, Jack's fucked. He knows it. He did get really, really upset, didn't he? Because yeah. he knew he was he was fucked at that point. Um, but what I felt was interesting as well. So after, you know, Mitchell had had a bit of a chat with uh, uh, Emily, um, he ends up in this, you know, he invites all the blokes into a private chat as well, doesn't he? And then he's a proper dude, bro, isn't he, Chris? You know, and he's feeling like, he, he can't, you know, if Trevor's feeling Chloe, then he can't break the bro code. And he comes out with the old bros before hoes. You know, the, the narrator's like, nope, nope, don't say it, don't say it. But then he does say it. So, yeah, he's he's kind of sort of cut his legs off there, hasn't he? Because <laughs> Chloe's trying to flirt with him. And then he's just completely avoiding it. And, you know, she's giving him the old hashtag friend zone thing. Yeah, she was, to be fair. The, the thing is, Dave, it's the shakers and the movers. There's some, I don't want to reveal some of it, about one of the series I've, I've watched, but it was something... <laughs> what is that, Chris? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, we're in the circle, Dave. Not, not, not for that, but what I mean is something happens as a consequence of the circle, and it's really mm. good. It's really good. It's, it happens within the show, but it's, it's interesting. Really interesting. And that's all I'm going to say, Dave. But, you know, you're going to have to watch the back catalogue now. Yeah, yeah. Now, Chris, we get we get to the to the final rankings. And um, Lance and Emily get blocked from the circle, don't they? Yes. And I don't know why, you know, again, I, I don't know if it's just delusion. It, Jack seems surprised. <laughs> you know, I don't think... He didn't have a chance after that mannequin challenge. So, you know, Emily wants... Well, Jack wants to go and meet Trevor. He'd got a bit of a surprise there, wouldn't he? Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then Lance wants to go and meet River. Like you say, um, unfortunately, the, the woman playing Lance just didn't really contribute that much. She didn't offer that much insight into him. And I think Kat definitely had him... Uh, had her, you know sorted as a catfish and what have you so they go to meet in the room go to meet these people and uh they actually meet each other chris so they're getting a second chance and they're gonna play some old dude (laughs) (laughs) so i mean have we seen not without revealing too much but have we seen this kind of twist before what i would say dave is in the early seasons no but I wasn't shocked because when I watched it, I knew what was coming. Mm. Every time that <laughs> I'm trying to, because of this email, Dave, that you're going to read out about Lauren sent. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it, but um, <laughs> is um, no. It when to go, there's always something else because if you if you think about when the other people have left, and yeah, they did the old thing, they can meet one person and all that it fell off because I was thinking again, even though I've seen it, this, this with the DNA of the show, what happens if they go to the same person? 
Do you know what I mean? That could happen, mm. Dave. You know, and then I'm thinking, well, if they don't go to the same person, it's an absolute setup. And then yeah. obviously we get that they're in the same room. What I would say has having seen this allegedly maybe before is how comfortable these people all of a sudden are with each other, even though they don't know each other. I find that really strange because I've seen this before. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that... I mean, they're going to have a guy and a girl sharing mm. an apartment there. Yeah. And, you know, not in the same age bracket either. So I just... I don't know. Yeah, it, it does seem a, a little bit odd, doesn't it? A little bit set up maybe again. It, yeah, and it could be that the worded up before they go in there saying, are you averse to, if you get voted off, sharing with someone else? Or, you know, basically, would you share in a couple? Yes, no. Uh, if something happens, would you be interested mm. in doing... We don't know that because we don't know how... It, but obviously, the production's involved. The, the, it might be something on their application form saying, like, you know, yeah, something yeah. like... Because on the ones I've filled in... It isn't on there, that sort of thing. However, it might be somewhere after if you actually get picked up for like a screen testing to say, would you be interested in this? And if, if obviously the lady who plays Lance and uh, Jack, Emily, that they've both said, yeah, I'll be fine with that. Then that's fine because it, it happened on another series and it was so bizarre how comfortable these people were within about five minutes of each other. Mm. I know it's a nervous thing as well because you don't know each other or I hope they don't know each other but it just seemed too cute the way it just happens and they just went yeah no problem we'll share the flat together yeah I don't know I mean they think they're getting jetted out you know booted out of the circle they've suddenly got this second chance they know they're in this game you know it's outside you know carved away from reality so I, I don't I don't see anything suspicious really there. I know because we'd had it, hadn't we? With I think it was the Australian second season of Love Island, where there was some footage that came out, and you could see a few of them. They were at the bar together, weren't they? Yeah. You know, and this was going on while the season was airing, and you're like, "Hang about, you clearly know each other." <laughs> yeah, and they didn't. They cottoned on. They didn't, didn't they? It was that lad with the brown hair and. Oh gosh, the girl who kept getting let down. She had brown. They were in. A, it was in like the May time of the got series. Zero. Yeah, I can't remember zero the name. Of, he, he, he so was you a, can flap around if you want, but yeah. But but basically, <laughs> the show was being filmed in the August, but they'd met in the the May with their agents and were having yeah. a, a sit down meal. But they'd never once cottoned on. They knew each other. So and that yeah. come out like you say towards the end of the series. But Dave, let me just say one thing before any further. It's fucking back. It is oh, back, I know, Dave. yeah. It is, it is isn't back it? Yeah. with a fucking block rocking beat, my friend. We're not sure how they were going to do it, but it's back. <laughs> yeah, the old Love Island. Oh, I didn't see. Where Where are they filming it? It's in Mallorca. Now that we can travel, they've, 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 um, they're basically going to have to isolate, but they can get to Spain, Dave. So that's yeah, where, yeah, mean, there's, there's precedent. Other shows have done it, haven't they? Mm. So, you know, it's, it shouldn't be that difficult. So... Yeah, yeah, I didn't think we'd get one this year. So it's been a couple of years, haven't we? Hasn't it, since we've mm -hmm. had a, a UK Love Island? So all good stuff. That's, that's why we've had to watch all these other shows. <laughs> Change the name of the podcast, but there you go. <laughs> I know, yeah. So we, um, We're still the Love Island cast DNA, Dave. It's still there in the background. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I did see on some podcatchers, I think, was still the Love Island cast. But, uh, well, it's not yeah, something I've not I'm done. Sure it, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm sure. I, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was like, oh, that's a bit weird. But anyway, um, Chris, what, what are your predictions then? So, you know, we've got the likes of Mitchell and Kat. They've come in late. I, I think Kat, you know, is she's she's got this game i think yes. she she can read people quite well uh pick up on things i think a few people have said about how trevor seems to be quite feminine in some of his messages so i think people are on uh to trevor there um river seems to be kind of quietly going on i know he got an influence of, at one point but um and I, I'm not sure about Courtney. You know, I, I think he he played a blinder, but he got called out in the "Don't at me" game, didn't he? And, and yeah. uh, I think it was actually Jack who said, you know, about his fake nice guy routine. <laughs> <laughs> thought, thought brilliant. You know, that was that was proper like throwing, you know, stones across there. So I, I honestly, I don't really know. I think if. If I was to hazard a guess right now who's going to win it, it would be Chloe. Yeah. And it comes back a little bit to what you said about it's, it's about like playing up to the cameras. Um, you know, I think she, I mean, she, she's not, you know, she doesn't need to submit her application to Mensa, does she? Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of an endearing quality. That you know, she's just saying these silly little things and getting facts wrong and stuff. I I think, I don't know. I I can see other people warm into her, and she does seem nice. You look at how, um, like when um Savannah came to visit Courtney. Yeah. You know, Courtney didn't want anyone to know that Savannah. Whereas Chloe, when Chloe gets visited by Terralisha, she's just like, oh, she came and saw me. You know. So I I think that I think she does have a lot of endearing qualities. Dave, look, whatever I've said about her, I do think it was lovely what she said. I think that was really genuine about her being first. It wasn't a popularity. It was the fact that people had picked her off her personality. And, mm. and that was genuine. It was genuine. I did feel for her. So so I'm not a complete heartless bastard, Dave. So so I do, I do think, which leads me on, Dave. We've had an email. Now, these question marks over this email, whether you're sending these in as a pseudonym, Dave, because this is from, and I'm not calling her Lauren anymore because she gets my name wrong purposely. I'm going to call her Loza, Dave. So we've got Loza sending in. And I'm going to keep calling her Loza until she calls me Christian or Chris. So, <laughs> so all right, that though, isn't it, Loza? That sounds like a, a Grange Hill character, that. It does, Dave, but Loza. Loz, so Loza and Zamo, you know. <laughs> Well, hang on a minute. It's more like fucking Loza and Dave, the way this email's read, Dave. So if you've got the email, Dave, would you like to take it away? Now, what I do enjoy... Well, there's several things I like about this, Chris, but uh, what what I do enjoy is it's sent in the circle style, you know, so when they're like, circle, send message. So here we go, Chris. CD Reality Cast, send message. Hey, my CD fam, hashtag Christopher Vibes Forever. Kissy face emoji. Creepy hug emoji, cheeky face emoji. <laughs> I was so excited to hear that my favourite reality duo, hashtag CD, like spelled S-E-E-D-Y, <laughs> and then CD for life, y'all, was going to cover my newest favourite reality show, The Circle, for US Season 2. 
Upon hearing that announcement, I thought to myself, you know what? All that Patreon coffee, hashtag coffee, oh no, just coffee emoji, must finally be working its special blonde roast into the pathways of hashtag Christopher's brain. <laughs> because his mission to get Dave on board is finally perfectly aligned with my own wish. And then to have this first chapter recap drop so quickly, lightning emoji, shock emoji, I thought, could it be true? Has the long-time Lauren and Chris friendship turned an enemy uh, finally come, or is it enmity, sorry, friendship turned enmity finally come, dare I say it, full circle. Nice little pun there, Chris. Yeah. But just as I was gearing up to retire to the suffix toffer <laughs> from my lexicon forever, R.I.P. Hashtag R.I.P. Toffer and wax poetic about the wonders of the CD Circle Pod, I found myself unable to do so. Why? Because of your unfounded hatred for Chloe, who is so delightful, I say delightful, and more because you keep spoiling the UK seasons and we haven't had a chance to access them in the US. So I... <laughs> Desiria... Desirious? What does that say? Oh, no, Bob, I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the clever one. Desirous. I, I honestly, I don't know what that is. Uh, of actually enjoying said seasons when they drop here. Uh, kept having to skip ahead 30 seconds whenever you reference them. And let's face it, Christopher, it was every time you opened your mouth. So, so not only did the pod sound like a disjointed Swiss cheese, but I probably missed so many of Dave's glorious witticisms. This is bullshit. This, <laughs> and that is a crime, even beyond Chloe's slander. Hashtag Chloe, justice for Chloe. Hashtag down with Toffer. Hashtag stop silencing Dave. Fuck off. <laughs> Let's not even add to the conversation that you had to throw a barb at caffeine in the end as well. Have you no shame, Christopher? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Right. Shape up, my man. Or trust me, you will be the next to be blocked. And when you're looking for your late night cheat treats on this supposed coffee and caffeine free gym journey you claim you're on, <laughs> you will find that the espresso tap has firmly dried up. Chloe and cappuccino forever. The, the indenable L. CD reality cast, send. <laughs> I've got tears in my eyes there. Can yeah, I, I have, Dave, but not for the freaking <laughs> what you're laughing <laughs> <laughs> I've got screen, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'd rather Mike Tyson still in front of me, Dave, and levered me. Give me a few punches. I've been absolutely thrown there under the bus, Dave. Unbelievable. Oh, no, no, no. Hashtag thrown under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Loza, I know she's going to be on me for this, Dave, but I've got to say... Her emails are always <laughs> tremendous, always so uh, good. And the yeah. time it must have spent for her to do all that as well. So just, weird. just knowing, I'm not happy about this. I'll take all the other hashtags. Hashtag stop silencing Dave. That is, that is the worst of the lot. Well, I edited that bit in. <laughs> oh, you know what, Dave? 
Is this one of them things where really Lauren hasn't even sent this? She stopped listening years ago to the podcast. I'm a catfish. You, you're a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> Stop having a go at me. <laughs> it was after that one. What was that? I, I can't remember. I got a roast in for something. I think it was um, someone perceived I was defending uh, Tasha's husband or something like that. For oh, cheating. God. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? remember? <laughs> <laughs> what did I get called? Oh no, I got called out with someone else, oh, didn't lost, I? Lost Talking about Sam. Do you remember? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> You've got to take them on the chin, Dave. People will probably uh, be bored of this, the long time listeners, but I still think my favourite is still the one, the iTunes review that was the one star, and it was like, these guys know nothing about women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I think if we went into the circle together, we couldn't be a woman. We we there's no way we'd be, we'd be fucking able to get hopeless. Away with that. We'd be hopeless, Dave, wouldn't we? We would absolutely. Yeah. And it is that's our best review. Like you think we like one of the top five out of five ones, but it's not. It's that one because it's hilarious. <laughs> and we both went, "Yep, yeah, they're right." We can't argue with that. <laughs> oh dear, Chris. <laughs> so, so if like Lauren, you'd like to email us in, where can people get us, Chris? Dave Horrocks. No, no. Um, <laughs> just please send it to Dave so he can edit it. He'll just read anything you want. No. Um, CD. And what I will say, if you want to say it, Dave, we never thought of that, did we, CD? How many times has people said to us, CD? Because the thing is, we did it that way for the email because we could we could easily go Chris and Dave's reality cast, but it's a lot to type in. You know, because yeah. when I did my personal training thing, I used to have figure four personal training at gmail.com. Well, yeah, for someone to type that in, so many people were like, it's not being sent. I'm like, no, you've, it's, it's so long to try yeah, and look. Yeah. So we tried to put it down, but we didn't realize a lot of people like, I love, I love the play on words, C Dick. And <laughs> like, no, we didn't mean it. It's just our initials C and D. <laughs> the, th the thing is, with most of it that we do, most of the series we cover, it kind of works, doesn't it? <laughs> CD reality, because you can imagine someone yeah. saying it, can't you? The CD, oh my God, it works perfectly, yeah. but it was purely just an accident. But anyway. Like Baywatch Nights. I tell you what, Chris, I've started watching. I started going back and watching the IT crowd, and I haven't got to this one yet, but there is uh, there is an episode. Uh, spoilers for this one. But... um. The relationship manager, this uh, this woman, she's got. She doesn't have much luck. She has various boyfriends and things. And uh, this one episode, she she finds this guy, and he is perfect, Chris. He's just everything, you know, a woman would want. He's absolutely perfect, uh, and his name is Peter File. <laughs> <laughs> and she's sort of, uh, she's like, right, right, yeah, Peter File. Um, and then it sort of, it comes to a head, someone's calling him out, I think it was at the airport, and um, they say, <laughs> they call it over the tannoy, and it's like, uh, we're looking for a paedophile, uh, <laughs> and then he, he, jumps up, he jumps up, he's waving his hand, he's like, that's me, I'm paedophile, I'm paedophile. <laughs> oh my god. You know, you know, I've got a story, Dave. I know I, I've got a story. So so one of the guys, I still work with him, actually. He, he probably should have punched me in the nose. He had, this is so true. So he, obviously, I used to, used to work at Manchester Airport. So I know the phone numbers. I used to know all the phone numbers then. They weren't like 0870 numbers. Whatever. They were like traditional Manchester numbers. Mm. So I knew the customer service test. So <clears throat> this guy's going on all day at work. This was about 12 years ago. 
So uh, basically, he's going to, he, had, he had a a massive spot on his nose, and he had like hair growing out of it, and he wouldn't cut the hair. And we always just say like, oh, just no. fucking shave that. He goes, it's too sore. It's so it's so sore. I can't. And we're like, just get some scissors and just do. The, it looked ridiculous. So so. We were all just taking the piss like you do with people you work with and stuff. And no. We're all there just taking the piss. So he was going on all this. So he was giving me a bit of aggro at work, like taking the mick at me. So I I'm going to get you back. So I said to some lads, I said, just leave it. I said, I'm going to get him when he goes on all of this. So he's at the airport, right? <laughs> and same thing. It was a mo from The Simpsons. I rang up, customer service. I said, right, uh, there's a guy going on a flight to, uh, and I get the flight, everything. And you only get to like, in Manchester Airport, you have them little alcoves where the planes taxi, don't you? And you like sort of mm. walk, uh, you yeah, walk yeah. towards the, on the travel thing. They only come on and went, is there a Mr. P Impul? And my mate knew it was fucking for him, right? <laughs> P Impul. And he didn't say anything and he was fuming and he never said anything for about six months. And then someone said something about his nose and he went, yeah, what about that fucker? I'm, I'm just about to get on a plane and someone's going, is there a P Impul here? And, and, I, <laughs> and he never told us and everyone just went, you've never told us that. Well, that was it then, wasn't it? Everyone just fucking ripped him. I was like a legend for doing that day, but he didn't tell us at the time. I forgot. I thought, oh, he's not even going to, they're not going to do anything, but they did. And he knew, he said, I fucking knew when I was getting on the plane, it was fucking for me. <laughs> oh dear. Now, Chris, would you like to read out how people can get in contact with us? Yeah, of course. It is on email, guys. cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast. And if you do, like the show, like Lauren. I mean, you know, I, I do like a cafe, decaf these days, but Lauren, you know, she does buy us a coffee uh, every month, Dave, so we do appreciate it. Not sure about the emails, but we do appreciate it. And obviously the great Kent Gustafsson and Lucky Lulu Green. Get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast, guys. And if you do not support us, these different tiers on there, we appreciate any support. Uh, and if you do get a chance, drop us a review as well in your podcast catching up. And uh, me and Dave will read it out, even if it is a one out of five. We do like reading them ones. If someone doesn't necessarily agree with our approach to the show, it's all good fun. So get over there, guys. I think the ideal combination would be, you know, a good sledging or a heckling, Chris. You know, but five stars. <laughs> so drop us five stars, but heckle the shit out of us. Yes, give uh, us some uh, stuff. Yeah, give us some stick. That'd be uh, that's all fair game. It is, and to be fair, just one last hashtag, Dave. Hashtag, give Dave the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for next for the next episode, we'll release this one next week. We'll be covering episodes nine through to eleven. So twelve will be the finale, and we'll cover that one separately. So th- this is the way Netflix dropped them, and so this is the way we'll cover them. So. Yep, I, I think, Chris, I think Kat has got a really good chance. Um, but again, I, Courtney, River, I can't really call it right now. So I'm kind of excited to see where it goes and where, you know, the these two, you know, this composite old fella that's jumping into the circle now, how he's going to do. So, all right, mate. Well, thank you very much. And I'll speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.